You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. What's up, everybody? Welcome back once again to the Area 52 podcast. Uh, beautiful Easter Sunday outside. It's so gorgeous. So pretty. <laughs> it's gorgeous. <laughs> it is, though. No, it's like it's like 70-something. It so nice. I want every day to be like this. Yeah, this is Me a perfect. Too. It's not too hot. It's not. It's, it's just nice. Yeah. Beautiful. What do you call it, like, San Diego weather? Yeah, yeah. there you yeah. go. It is because San Diego is kind of like that. It's always, always like mid, perfect, mid seventies, eighties, beautiful weather. Also, very down there. clean town. Oh, it's yeah. very like nice and clean. Yeah, San Diego. The street great. sweepers are like always on top that of it, shit tidy. Yeah, it looks <laughs> beautiful nice. town. Yeah. So hey, San Diego. I'm not <laughs> sure why like Welcome to the San Diego podcast where it's always seventy two <laughs> degrees, cool breeze. We got some seals and craft coming up later. No, um. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is Sunday, um, Easter Sunday. So we uh, we decided to come in because none of us really do. Happy Easter to you, though. Yeah, if you celebrate the Easter, happy Happy Easter, Happy Passover, Happy Spring uh, stuff, Spring time, uh, Spring equinox, equinox. <laughs> yeah, whatever your your belief system is. Sorry, you had to get together with your family. What did you guys do? What did you do? Uh, did you do Easter as kids? Did you do egg hunts or hiding baskets or what was your thing? Um, we always got a swimsuit. Like that was our thing. Oh, we always got a swimsuit. Yeah, like my mom always for got summer? us a new yeah, yeah. for swimsuit. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's she always cool got us tradition. a cute little Easter basket. Well, the Easter bunny did. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> and yeah, we got swimsuits. That was like always our tradition. <laughs> and we hid colored eggs all around the house. And usually there was Aww. like three that we would miss. Hmm. And they would start stinking. So. <laughs> oh, oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. We tried to put it like a number on them because you kind of knew based on. So you could count, make sure you mm-hmm. got them all. But we always miss like one or two. <laughs> you guys know I was an Easter bunny in a mall one year. You were? I was. Oh. And like for, for the whole, like for the season? Yeah, for the season. And were kids you came really? and took their pictures with me. What was that like? <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah. Were there any bad? Did, did anyone pee on you? No, nobody okay. peed on me. It was all, all right. good experiences. My boyfriend good. at the time, I made him come and take a picture oh, with me in the Easter Bunny costume. It was really amazing. cute. <laughs> it was really cute. I, uh, yeah, because I wonder. Like, I don't think kids are, are kids scared of the Easter Bunny like they are oh, of Santa Claus. Yes. Oh, same yeah, thing. A lot of them are Ooh, the really, Easter really scared. Kinda. I was scared when I was yeah. little. I hated all those. Like, it's a Chuck giant. E. It's a giant bunny for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, any it's giant not like a animal. man that you can rationalize. Well, he's just a man with a beard. You know. Yeah. This is, this is a giant bunny. I guess kids are just scared of like because I you see kids get scared at Disneyland of oh yeah Goofy like, yeah. and Donald. Mickey. But were you guys ever scared of them? No. Yes, I was. Were you? Yes, I, I ran. One of my cousins had a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, and I ran out into the parking lot because I was so scared of the mouse. Oh, really? Yeah. And forever, my parents would tease me about that because they'd be like, "You were scared of the mouse," and I was like, "It was a rat." Uh, <laughs> do you know that my mom would never let me go to Chuck? I went like on a birthday uh-huh. for someone else's birthday. Yeah. But I never got to have one there because she thought that the ball pit was just where kids went and peed, and she's like, <laughs> "Never clean those balls." Ew. <laughs> like, that is so like, gross. If I had a nickel for every time her mom had said that around the house. No. That's, never clean those balls. <laughs> they probably don't, though, and that's that's Ew. 100%. Yeah. I remember the the one that we had um, for, and I, I think this was nationwide in, in, in the United States. I don't know if they had them overseas or anything, but there was a, 
a place called Showbiz Pizza. Oh, yeah, which with was, the singers. Oh, yeah. yeah, it All had the, the, the Rockafire Explosion, mm-hmm, which was the band yeah. that was in there. There's actually a um, <laughs> documentary. A, a, yeah, there is. Uh, you, have you seen it? Yes. It's amazing, right? I love it. About the Rockafire, <laughs> about people who like find these old bands uh-huh. piece by piece yeah. and rebuild them and put them together. Like this dude has it in his living room and it plays the whole show and like, <laughs> so hello, cool. kids. And, yeah. And it's funny because as I was watching that and as I. I it vividly made me remember the way Showbiz Pizza mm-hmm. tasted and the way it smelled <laughs> and the lay I could Aww. I can see the carpet I can remember walking in and I was that and, say carpet yeah huh? and you'd yep. see that carpet that dark it was like purple and red kind of pattern they used to have it in the old movie theaters yep. in yep. the eighties and nineties yep. it hides the stains it really does well. mm-hmm. it was dark movie theater <laughs> yep. collage of yeah. carpet yeah. yeah. And it, I, I remember being able to walk into the showroom where they had that, and you'd get your pizza, and then you'd go back out, and you'd play games or whatever. Those those places were cool. Those were fun, because <laughs> oh, they yeah. were... Yeah, I like showbiz, because they were on the stage, too. They didn't come mm. out and interact with you, no. so they weren't as yeah. scary. Yeah. Oh, it was so much fun. The show's about to start, and you go in there, and you'd... No, it was great. Every once in a while, somebody would just get broken and just be in the corner twitching, not not syncing up with their words. Wait, so is this your Easter experience? No. We were it's talking just a about good experience. Easter Bunny. And Easter then we got Bunny, there. and then Chuck E. Cheese was scary, and then Showbiz oh, yeah. Pizza. Oh, ball pits. Ball pits. <laughs> and then ball, ball pits. Ball pits. This is how ball p- <laughs> ball pits. Which it's is ball it. pit. Hey kids, get ready to play in the ball pits. <laughs> yeah. But it is true. Like I'm guaranteeing, like places like McDonald, any of those that have the ball play area they don't take those out one by one and wipe them down ever and they should be after every use kids put those in their mouths i mean they're just oh please (laughs) well you don't go in there (laughs) i want to though no you don't but i've always had that here's the thing here's the thing you know what we should do i don't know if i've ever been in a ball here's what we need to do we have a couple rooms in the house that we need to organize there you go if we can clean out the upstairs and and kind of clean that area out and put it mooking in the room you want the downstairs room just turn it into a ball pit. Your own personal and then, ball pit. And then you will know whether or not you're peeing in it. <laughs> they should make the Maybe. balls um, change color. You know how, like, swimming oh, balls. Yeah. <laughs> they would just oh, constantly God. be the piss color. Oh, can you imagine if they took a black light into there? Yeah. Oh, CSI black light. Oh, and just pieces of rotting chicken nuggets. And just. Oh, my God. Oh. So gross. Yeah, that's where. Nardar. That's new new strains of mm-hmm. disease are mixing. <laughs> you just see bacteriums. Mm. Oh. oh. Crazy, um, no. I my Easter experience. My uh, my mom and dad used to hide a basket, and it would be like they would make you. They would make like one for me and one for my sister that was specific. So mine might have like a a Thundercat in it. Oh, cute. Or and they would hide eggs and stuff. They were fun. And it was you know everybody has their fun little yeah. Easter traditions. That's cool. So I don't know this uh, this year we were actually yesterday and we kind of heard about it last minute. We were going to take our dog. There was a a dog Easter egg hunt, a public oh dog God. Easter egg at Wheeler Farm, which Cute. is this historic Ugh. farm not far from where we are. It's kind of got old buildings and a lot of land, and it's cool. You can go to walk around, and uh, they were doing yeah. a dog hunt. One of our dog friends Easter told us hunt. about that, and it is like, I mean, is that not the cutest thing you've ever heard of? That's adorable. Oh my gosh! And you get to go take them, and they get to go find their little eggs, and then they get to have a picture with the Easter bunny. Yeah. And so I mean, I'm not sure how Lola would have done. We did take her to see Santa in the mall. <laughs> and that, that did. didn't go. Did you get a picture? We actually did. It, yeah. it was a pretty funny picture because we're smiling and Lola's barking in She's the like, picture. And that's all she was doing was barking the entire time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this poor guy. Yeah. Oh, poor Santa. I felt bad. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it turned out to be a funny picture. I want to take my cat to see Santa, but he'd just rip him to shreds. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <a> <laughs> cat is so Start climbing him. <laughs> yeah. 
What's your cat's name? Spooky. Spooky. Aww. He's Aww. a black cat. Although cute. Yeah. <laughs> of and course. He's vicious. Of course he is. Aww. Exactly. He's like the. He's like the. I, I imagine he's like the cat on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, yes. just sitting around. <laughs> Have you ever Sabrina? Oh, yeah. Have you ever tried to put a like a harness or a leash on him? I haven't. I've tried to put costumes on Does him, he, like, and do that the was thing where he, like walks really low to the ground when he hates it. Oh yeah, Does he do yeah. That? yeah. And they walk backwards. <laughs> yeah. They like try to like wiggle out. <laughs> yeah. We put shoes on Lola before, and she just oh, cute. She she, can't. Like, I love them it off. when little dogs have. They yeah. put on those socks. Yeah, like walk funny. Ugh, I just did it because knew. I didn't want her to make such a mess of her feet outside. Yeah, no. It was a le- it was legitimately for, yeah. for little snow boots. Yeah, yeah that's what they were. Yeah, they were basically they were. dog they were like Uggs. Uggs. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, cute. I have a picture were, of it. I think they were called pugs. I'll or show something. you. Pugs. Yeah. I think yeah. they were yeah. pugs or yeah. Um, what tangent are we on? We have <laughs> God. Forget about you know this. We start fine. talking about pets. It's this is fine. Be. Every once in a while, pets I think forever. it's fine that we just kind of bullshit I like about that nonsense. We're talking about really happy stuff right yeah. now too, because yes. we're gonna go it into gets, it gets, sad. It gets stuff. sad and worse later. Yes. But no, this is this is uh, this is good. So thanks you, thanks you, thanks you, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, for listening uh, to continue to listening to us here at Area Fifty Two. Um, as you know, every week we kind of uh, we'll either talk about stuff that's in the news, um, mysterious stuff that's happened. If you have anything, any of you have anything that you heard of this last week that's happened? I mean, I think know. the world is depressing right now. Yeah, so I'm just like I don't want <laughs> to listen to the news. Kind of avoiding it. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, we'll just talk about dog booties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> when in doubt, yeah. dogs. Yeah. Yep. Um, but no, it's uh, it's yeah. So it's been an interesting week. One of the cool things that happened this week was that uh, Des- uh, Investigation Discovery aired a three night special about the uh, Casey Anthony case, mm. um, which yes. was a, a high profile murder case that took place here in the United States in in Florida uh, back in two thousand eight. And it was interesting because you know, as people have pointed out, a lot of a lot of murders happen. Yes. Right. And this is one of those things where, like, you kind of got to ask yourself, you know, what what is it that makes a sensational celebrity high profile murder? One that's going to sell television time, one where the reporters are camping out and Nancy Grace is on the air 24 hours a day going on about it. And, you know, how do they decide? This was just one of those cases that while not being crazy and brutal and shocking like some of the murders or things we've talked about on this podcast it got the attention of the entire world somehow i would say controversy anytime there's major Mm -hmm. you know that it's very controversial i would say those kinds of things really amp up the uh, selling factor or interest factor especially when there can be strong opinions on either way where you kind of go oh my gosh obviously come on you know you have that side of people shouting it at the tv and then there's you know, the news telling you one thing. I think major controversy. Hmm. What do you think? Know. What do you think? Why Why did? Why do you think it got everybody's attention? I think it's just such a, like, you know people like this. Like, you may know the single mom that, like, lives with her parents and then mm-hmm. has the kid. And so, and they just seem like an everyday normal family that you just kind of yes. see. And so I think it just, like, hit a spark with a lot of people of, like, oh, my God, how could they do this? Yeah. Because yeah. I think when, it sounds bad, but when people are, like, kind of crazy looking or they have, like, a ridiculous background, people accept these kind of situations yeah, a little bit a more. Yeah. And they don't really have to dig deeper and be like, why did this happen? Yeah. 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 That's a really good point. Um, 
Yeah, and it just kind of took off, and it became something that was literally everywhere. And I had heard the name Casey Anthony. I was familiar enough with the case mm-hmm. that I kind of knew the details, but I didn't know all of the details. I didn't know how it had all happened. So I was really excited to watch this. I don't know if, if uh, uh, did you, were you guys familiar, like super familiar with it? Um, only I, just because it was, I guess you could say recent. It, it's not, but it was within our... You know, it's not like a case from the 70s where I right. had to brush mm-hmm. up on it. But, no, it was actually current. It was kind of happening. Um, and it was a time where the Internet was where it was in 2008 and the advancement that we had. So the information could be shared a little bit more easily. I knew the verdict and things like that, but it was more of a how. You right. know, how did this go down? Yeah, I was a bartender at the time, and the TV in the bar was always on Nancy Grace. Oh. So I heard about it a lot. But that was like when it happened, not like as much. Yeah. Was that to I drive people drift to drink? it off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Buy more drinks. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way you can handle yeah. listening to Nancy Grace. Yeah. yeah she, and, and she really got her hooks into this case. Oh, I mean, yeah. You know, she was it's obsessed. A, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting case because when you, when you look at it, you have this disappearance that you are. Should we? I feel like we need to familiarize. We people. will. Okay. I just want to kind All of right. set the table. All you right. have a disappearance where you have you you as a viewer, you as a person who was not a lawyer, not familiar with law, you're not an expert, are going duh, stupids, <laughs> and yet and yet you can't. You know, I don't know. It's a uh, look. All right, you're right. Let's talk about the the players in this case, okay? So this took place, um, like I said, in the summer of 2008. A young mother named Casey Anthony uh, and her uh, young daughter, who was, what, two or three at the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two I and a half. Two yeah. and a half. Kaylee uh, Anthony um, were involved in this, uh, I believe, at the time. Now, here, this is an interesting thing. We've been going on about this. Casey lived at home mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. with her parents, Cindy. And was this that Orlando? Was... Is that where they lived? Where they live in? Somewhere in Florida, right? Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was, it was, it was Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. Uh, she lived with her mom uh, and her dad, Cindy and George Anthony. And um, on, on June 16th, 2008, Kaylee, young Kaylee, went missing. But she wasn't reported missing by Casey. Well, actually, it wasn't even Casey. It was, it was Cindy mm-hmm. who had reported her missing 31 days later on July 15th. Mm-hmm. So 31 days went by. Now, we have been talking about this back and forth, and I am, I, I'm, I'm still as confused as I've ever been Yes, as, as to why... The Why 31, 31 days. days went by? That's so insane to me. Mm-hmm. Just like that time frame. The 31 days is what I, I think most people are get hung up on on this case. Is they're going, what were you doing? Well, and they do show that that during this time, Casey was out partying. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, they have the, the pictures of her dirty dancing with girls <laughs> well, in a bar. And that was actually from a hot body contest, which right. tied into the, the boyfriend that, or the guy that she was seeing at the time and she their friend. A, they had like a, a nightclub or something. Yeah. And they were, 
So that's how she got into that. However, it's still... But this is during the time that her daughter is... A, and everybody's asking her, where's Kaylee during this whole time? And she's saying she's uh, she's off. She's doing this. She's with the nanny. The mm-hmm. nanny has her. This lady yeah. uh, that she referred to as Zanny, as Zanny the Nanny, the nanny mm-hmm. who was uh, this woman, Zaneda? Yeah, Gonzalez. Zaneda Fernando Gonzalez. And... Um, and so people just kind of took it as that or, you know, whatever. Yeah, she's at home. She's doing this, whatever. So nothing really happened. But after about a month, her parents are like, listen, where's Kaylee? Yeah. But that's the part that kills me. Like, mm-hmm. if you live at home with your parents, if if I put yourself into that position, either one of you as young girls, if you were 21 and you either one of you lived at home with your parents and they hadn't seen your kid for two days. Oh, yeah. Forget no, I know. about I, it. I mentioned that. I said, I don't understand because we said, did she not live with her parents mm-hmm. then? Because why did why did 31 days the, go that by? That got so foggy, too, yeah. because then Cindy, the mom, was like, well, she was spending a lot of time at her boyfriend's. But it's mm. like, still, wouldn't you... Like, her stuff was still at her parents' house, so it seems like... Yeah, no matter what, it should be weird and odd that you haven't seen your grandchild mm-hmm. that typically that lives, lives in your home yeah. for over a month. Oh, my goodness. That's, yeah, yeah, that's weird. So crazy. Um, And and so, uh, about a month... Uh, I guess it, was, it wasn't even that, that she just noticed that, uh, that Kaylee wasn't around. They also, I guess... Casey's car was just abandoned. She had just abandoned her car. Mm-hmm. And well, they said, they said that she had run, it had run out of gas at a check cashing location or something like that. And then it was towed. And so it was in a tow yard. Oh, okay. And I think that they were contacted and said, we have your car. You need to come. And they were like, oh, okay. And so her uh, parents Casey's were contacted. dad, yes, went and got the vehicle. Yes, yeah. I'm guessing it was registered under their name. I'm sure it Given was. that she was as young as she was. But yeah, so that's that's how they kind of came into possession of the car. And then from there, um, uh, some people have said that it was her dad that went and found the car and he had been the one that was like this, this, and that about it. I didn't want to give any details too soon. But then um, other people uh, are more familiar with the 911 call that Cindy Anthony, uh, Casey's mother, had made to police, the second 911 call. And it was regarding the vehicle. And which is fine. I mean, she said that they found the car and that the trunk smelled like there'd been a dead body in it. And Mm -hmm. when, when, so she makes this phone call and that's exactly what she says. She knows she says, I found my daughter's car and she's in a, in the voice is, I would say there's quite amount of duress in this voice. Mm -hmm. She's not just like, oh my gosh, we found the car and it smells like a dead. No, she's like, something's wrong. That's what she says. Something is wrong. That's Mm -hmm. what she says to the police. We just found my daughter's car, and it smells like there's been a dead body in the damn car. That's what she says. Yeah. And she's alarmed. And she's and she says, I need my daughter arrested. I mean, she's... she's. And that was, I believe, the first 911 yeah. call, which a lot of people are not familiar with. Yeah, they go back and they talk about it because Cindy had actually called the police a couple times, but because it, it wasn't a big deal yet, these calls kind of get filed through. You know, I mean, it's it sucks. That's mm-hmm. That's one of those things. But as a cop, you can't go... We'll be right there and send seven officers the first time somebody yeah. calls yeah. in a panic. I, I understand that. I get yeah. it. Um, so it went on for about 31 days. Casey keeps giving different excuses, all of these different excuses. And finally, uh, she calls the cops. And the cops come to Casey. And she basically spins this insane story that... She's been kidnapped by this nanny. Oh my god! And she's been trying to find her, but she's been too afraid to tell cops. Um, she tells them that you know where she works. She works at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. All this takes them 
even takes the police to Universal. None of it's true. Well, and she has a hard time getting in. She kind of gets to the front desk at yeah. Universal Studios and says, I'm here. Here's my name. And the, and the guy that's the security guard looks at her and is like, no, you don't work here. And she's like, no, I do. Check. And here's my the name of my supervisor. Take me back. And she eventually gets back through past this point of the desk. And she kind of starts walking around. They say that she's like waving at people, acting like she works there. And then they kind of get to the end of this hallway and she turns to them and says, okay, none of this is true. I don't work here. You know, and at this point they're like, well, what the hell? You know, then what, what, what is true? Why are you lying to us? You know? Right. And a lot of it was that she was afraid that her, she was afraid her mom was going to be mad at her. Yeah. And so. Yeah. And that, that's why she didn't come initially to the police 31 days ago to report her daughter missing. Right. So she spins this giant story about her daughter going missing, this job that she doesn't have, that she thinks she had, that she's leaving every day to telling her parents, I'm going to go to yeah, my work. She was still mm-hmm. working there. So she was lying yes. to her parents, too. Oh, and they had asked her, they said, well, did you tell anyone that she was missing? And she said, yes, I confided in some of my coworkers. Yeah. And they yeah, said, well, where exist. do you work? Yes. At but Universal Studios. Exist. So they... They go there, and she doesn't work there. So that was another lie in the series of lies. And it was just one lie building on top of another lie on top of another lie. And, um, you know, and and every time they asked, like, where is is Kaylee? Mm -hmm. She would say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's her only answer. That's still the only answer. Yeah, that's what bothers me is still that's her answer for know. everything. Mm-hmm. What happened to her? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't, re- yeah. say, I don't, I don't remember. know. I don't know. I So and eventually they she, they say she she kind of sticks with the story of the nanny, right? That this Zaneda yes, Zaneda and has her and uh they said, "Well, take her to her take us to her apartment." And they go to this apartment complex and she just kind of points up to one and says, "It's up there. That's her apartment." And they go up and they look through the windows. There's no furniture. It's completely vacant. And they ask the person, you know, the renter, the landlord or whomever, and he says, "No one has been in there for at least 2 months and nobody by the name Zanita Gonzalez certainly has ever lived here." Right. And so that again, and the cops track down a woman named Zanita Gonzalez. She's not a nanny. She's never heard of Casey mm-hmm. or Kaylee. She has no idea who any. She's you know. So eventually, cops are like, "Okay, look, you're out of lies." And she so she lawyers up. She ends up getting charged with first degree murder in October of 2008. She pleads not guilty to it. A um, uh, month and a half later, December 11th of 2008, Casey's body is found. Kaylee. Kaylee's body is found. So I'm going to screw that up a few times. <laughs> I know certain. it's the C names. Kaylee, uh, little Kaylee's body is found um, just kind of off of a road. Uh, it's completely skeletal at this point. I mean, there's really nothing left other than the fact. I mean, they had to do DNA testing or whatever. They found out it was. They confirmed it was Kaylee's body. Um, but, I mean, it's it's a scattered skeleton. Mm-hmm. So there's there's no way to show how she died. There's the famous duct tape that was allegedly found on the face that people say well, she, her mouth was duct taped, you know, this and that. But uh, as, as we found out in the trial eventually that, you know, these things were inconclusive, again, because of how decayed mm-hmm. this body was. And it was found by a service worker yeah. who kind of just walked out there to go to the bathroom and he, Saw he noticed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, uh, they said that he also had, and I don't know, it's hard to know if we're jumping ahead in in the facts of this case but it also said that he had kind of taken a stick and mm-hmm. picked it up through the eye socket just to see what it was yeah, and like once he, he was like oh my gosh it realized it was a human skull he you know booked it out of there and called the police but right along with that they were able to find a little piece of a blanket 
uh, and and uh, some garbage bags and a like what looked like a canvas bag. That's a laundry basket. That turned actually. out to be a laundry mm-hmm. basket, right? Mm-hmm. So they found these these things at the crime scene. Once they were confirmed that it was Kaylee's body, um, they actually went and tried to track. Uh, they went through the Anthony home, and they were able to find out that Casey, uh, Kaylee's room was done in Winnie the Pooh. Her bedding was Winnie the Pooh, which is the Winnie the Pooh blanket that they found. They found a piece that matched her bedding. Mm-hmm. And they found that the laundry basket, which uh, her remains were allegedly carried out in, um, was actually sold in pairs, and the twin was still in the, the Anthony home. Mm-hmm. Like the matching, the other... Ma- <laughs> yep, the mate to this. So, I mean, they have so much. Eventually, they charge Casey with murder. And so she, she like I said, she lawyers up. And uh, because all of this evidence is stacked against her. And we're missing a big piece that we forgot to mention, which was the car. And we never talked about the the significance of the 911 call and everything like that. that. So the the thing with Casey's car that she had is when they got it back, um, they went out to the shed or something and where the car was. And they said they could barely get in there because of the overwhelming smell that was coming from the car. And... Again, in the beginning, most people would say it was decomposition, the undeniable smell of of decomposing flesh or human remains. And later, Cindy Anthony, which is Casey's mother, gets called in for questioning and they ask her, well, what about the 911 phone call then? What, What about that? And she says, well, when we did get my daughter's car, it had been at this tow yard for at least 19 days and there was a bag of garbage in the back. With a pizza, an old pizza. <laughs> With in it. maggots. With maggots. That's why it smelled. And that's why it had smelled. <laughs> now, that was her somewhat either being a mother and backpedaling to protect her daughter, whatever the case may be. Right. However, I don't know that anyone has ever called the police because of rotting garbage old in pizza. their car. <laughs> yeah, that's no. never happened. Right. No you, one you go, ever... oh, my car stinks because there was garbage in it. You, but like they were pointing you out. You would that... never call the police because your car smelled about because of garbage. They would go, that's not our problem. Yeah. yeah. You're gross. Right. <laughs> no, I agree. I, that's a very good point. And there is a difference between a, a rotting pizza and a, and a rotting body. The thing that bothered me about that is it takes a while to decompose. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's something that happens quickly. Yep, you're right. right. So. And, and they also said that there was what appeared to be stain mm-hmm. on the carpet fibers in the trunk. Yes, and um, it was recently cleaned. It yeah. had been recently. I mean, the obvious appearance of yeah, it had they just tried been recently to clean vacuumed. And, yeah. Well, wait a second. So the, the, the trunk was recently cleaned but was filled with garbage? I See, and I don't understand see? because I don't think the police, I don't, my thing is uh, the, the blurry details are whether or not the police actually saw this bag of trash and maggots. I Did don't they believe ever see there that? was a bag of trash. What was that Vegas? there when police yeah. found the vehicle? Are they well, in but, the? Are but they, it, I don't I mean, think they're they in the crime scene the photos. They probably right. would they open. And that's the thing is that if they if it was in the trunk, the police wouldn't have opened it. They would just tow it and leave well, it in the yard. And if it was uh, technically a crime scene, would it not have been contaminated because the parents saw it and found it first and and touched things in that vehicle? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that's true because mm-hmm. it wasn't I mean? a, it wasn't deemed a crime scene yeah, until right. after they called and right. so and you know actually maybe that's them. what happened. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe they got the car and 
if there was trash in it, mm-hmm. and then George went and cleaned it out because it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the smell remained. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is maybe there's an explanation for that. But they said they couldn't even go in the area where the car was. Because it was so because, smelly. Like, there's so many really fuzzy details. Yeah, there's a, that's the one thing about this is that I've, I've, we watched a lot. We watched this entire documentary. But the stuff I wanted to know, like, they didn't answer. There aren't answers for those questions mm-hmm. because Casey just goes, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just don't know. Well, you do fucking know. I think if that if the trial would happen today, I think it would be completely different. Oh, Absolutely. sure. Because I think Casey Anthony, it's so obvious she has a mental like disorder. Yes. Like I'm thinking borderline personality disorder. It I'm not a psychologist, be. but borderlines lie like crazy mm-hmm. and they believe their own lies. Yeah. And she really honestly does yeah. believe her own lies. I, I think, agree. Yeah, I think she does. There's a certain because she doesn't seem okay, so let's okay, so let's get into this. Now they find Kaylee's body. She's obviously dead. The only suspect in this case, the only suspect in this case is Casey Anthony. Mm-hmm. There is literally no one else. They have found this nanny. She's not a real, she's a real person, but she's not involved in this case. Yes. They, they, the, the defense at one point was even like, hey, maybe let's just blame it on the guy who found the body. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. was, li- they were, they were grasping going anything. at fucking any straw. You're right. That microphone again. Every time, if it gets a little too far over, it just flies away. Um, Giving an inch. But they, you know, Casey was literally the only suspect, so she's charged with murder. But she's, she, you know, this trial uh, took a while to prepare for. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of evidence to go through. There was a lot of building to that needed to happen. And so she was arrested, like I said, and charged uh, in October of 2008. Her trial didn't begin until May of 2011. So yeah. she was in jail for almost three years. Yes. Before she was... Uh... Mm-hmm. Actually, no. She posted bail. Didn't she? Didn't well, she? she was um, in for 30 no, days yeah, after was, yeah. they arrested her the first time. And then time. she posted. And then she posted and got out. But then she went back. And then she went back. Mm-hmm. So she was... She she did a little time out. But... Yeah. I think they also charged her with child neglect as well. That was yeah. one of the initial and charges. And lying to that... the police. She was yes. charged with a few things. Yes. Um, That's where all the video footage of like the jail phone calls came mm-hmm. from. Is that first arrest? That she, for, yes, she was still like they didn't report uh, Kaylee missing for thirty days. And then Casey went to jail for 30 days. So that's like 60 days of having no idea where your child is. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And she's still in jail, but not really talking about it. And she showed no emotion. Yeah, that's what I mean by not really talking about it. Like, I would be a wreck. But I would have called way before 30 days, too. That's just ridiculous. It's just so crazy. Anyway, you dice that. None of it makes sense. I mean, this is another one of those things where it's like, if you just go... Okay, if this was me and I feel normal human emotions about stuff, right? It's not even like you have to go like, my. what if it was my precious daughter? No, just that's fine. If you're a parent, you can apply it to your own children and they mean something. But as a person who doesn't have, we don't have kids, I can still go, look, if my kid is missing, I'm not going to fucking, I'm going to panic. If my dog was missing, I would panic after 15 minutes. Yeah, totally. I mean, honestly, and it's not even that it was like, she was concerned and not calling the police for those 31 no. days. She was out partying with her friends, hanging with her boyfriend, doing those things. Getting so- a tattoo that says yes, Bella that, Vita. the tattoo. Oh, the beautiful life. The yes. beautiful life. Got a My new daughter's tattoo. Now, missing. and all the while, is not, has not told her parents officially that she's gone. Nope. Has not po- told police. Nope. Yet she's acting like nothing is wrong. <laughs> not a single thing is wrong in her world. In fact, like you said, she gets a tattoo that says beautiful life. Like, 
it's all good now. We're so you know. So first off, she's telling her parents everything's fine. The, the, she's not been kidnapped. That she's, right? It's always she's oh she's at a birthday she, party. Or, oh she's with the nanny. Yeah, or, oh, she's, the, she's with friends and yeah. Then she tells cops that the nanny kidnapped her and she was too scared to tell her parents. But none of her behavior showed that she was too mm-hmm. scared to do anything other than take shots and do tattoos. She yeah. wasn't scared. She wasn't. She didn't look like she was being intimidated. She could have been out looking for her herself. Yeah, she could have been trying oh, to track her, mean? but she wasn't. Yeah. She was out partying. So her behavior doesn't show any kind of, like you said, remorse or care mm-hmm. that this little beautiful young daughter is, of hers is missing. She gets this. And a lot of people, uh, you know, in in the on the side of the prosecution and, you know, people who just clearly have hearts and, and care about Kaylee's life said, look, um, you know, if fuck, what was I going to say? Sorry, I had this thing. What were we talking about? I was, I was really excited to hear yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I'm like, here we go. No, what hold on. Got? What was I saying? Well, that uh, that she wasn't really showing this emotion, but a lot of people who were part of the prosecution and who had normal human emotions and hearts, right. I'm guessing, wanted justice or saw the saw the obvious answer to this. I'm not really sure where you were going. <laughs> the thing that bothered me was the. Um... She was drugging Kaylee mm-hmm. so she could go out, like giving her chloroform or well, like, and they thought she was giving her Xanax. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's really crazy because mm-hmm. Zanny the nanny mm-hmm. right. and Zanny can be used for Xanax. Yes. That's what, that's what I was going to say. Sorry. Just brain fart there. Yeah, but read yeah, your mind. The, the, the prosecution was pointing out that as the soon as this incident happened, okay, this disappearance happened, instead of acting like a mother and doing any of those things, she immediately went out and lived the life that a person without a child would a live. A single yes. person, yeah. yeah. So oh, they're saying, crazy. look, you weren't you weren't giving, you know, any of the excuses that were put forward, okay, whether she was just with the nanny, everything was fine, the nanny kidnapped her, um, the, the story the prosecution gave that she drowned and that she tried to cover it up. Oh, yes, let's go there. So her lawyer... Uh, Baez, that's his last name. I forget. Right, so she lawyers yeah, up with Joey. this guy, Jose Baez. Jose Baez. That's, that's his it. first name. Now, Jose- this this is the craziest bombshell I think of the whole fucking thing. But is that they go into court and their initial thing again is that she was with the nanny until they prove that she this isn't true. So Baez, her lawyer, decides fine. All right, we can cover up everything else, but we got to figure out why you lied to the cops. So then he says that she was taught to lie through an entire life of deceit and to be quiet. Because she was had oh, been abuse. yes had been or you know her however long sexually abused by her father, and that that's why she would lie to the police was because she was told to lie because she was told to never tell about the things that had happened to her and she had lived a life um, of secrecy and and keeping secrets. So that was their whole defense. So they dropped this bomb that this is happening and that uh, Kaylee actually. They had a picture of her opening the back door, the the sliding glass door that would lead outside. That that was their proof that she had let herself out and fallen into the pool and drowned. And that her dad, so George Anthony, Casey's father, would have actually taken and hid the body. Who is also himself a former ex-cop. Yeah. Wait, a former ex-cop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. An ex-cop. He's a former <laughs> cop or an ex-cop. Either one. So, But yes, so that was their, that's their now a official story. So now there's three different stories. Yes. Not to mention in that thing, and they didn't talk about this at all in the documentary that Investigation Discovery did, but we found in other places. 
during that whole prosecution with the sexual abuse and all mm-hmm. of this stuff about her, they had alleged that she was also sexually abused by her brother that mm-hmm. I didn't know had existed. And, they actually, and she had actually said that there was a possibility that he was the father of Kaylee. And they made him DNA test, her brother DNA test that he wasn't the father of, of Kaylee. It's so fucked like, up. So, she, so now she has three entirely different stories, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know. Her no lawyer's idea. presented at one. Yes. She's presented another. The police presented. She's presented another to the police, but she doesn't know. And that's that's my biggest issue with this is how there is not one single congruent line of story in any of this. And, and nobody she does called this, her. So on she it. does this interview back in what 2012 or 13. It's yeah, like, recently. It's it's so a couple of years ago, but it's after she has been. Uh, have we said the? Well, yeah. We and anyways, uh, after the fact. However, and they go back and they ask her and they say. Hey, um, what? So, what do you think happened to Kaylee? And her official answer is, "I don't know." I don't know. So why why are you going back to "I don't know"? I mean, you're, you're your, going to your erase the nanny said... story because you, you're claiming that was a lie. Yeah. But so, is it not that she drowned? Is yeah. it not the story that you guys told in court? So you or you then did you openly lie in court? I mean, like, well, how can this hold up? Right. I don't none of understand. it. None of it. Well, here's the thing: is that the a lot of people put the blame on the prosecution because the prosecution. They thought they had a slam dunk. Here's yeah. all, mm-hmm. they, she clearly killed they were her kid. arrogant. See? As the rest of us do. Right. Yeah. We, but know. they didn't <laughs> right? present any evidence of how, why, mm-hmm. anything. I mean, there well, was... They only, didn't even their, profile their, her. Their why was... They said that it was just simply chasing the uh, the life of a single... Of, of a single person. But yes. they didn't... They. I mean, they had talked also that there was, um, there was mention that there had been searches. Now, this was interesting because there had mm-hmm. been searches for... Chloroform. How to make mm-hmm. how to make or how to use chloroform as a sedative. <laughs> Did she to, say it was chlorophyll? And then her and then so they were saying that Casey had been researching how to chloroform, like maybe she'd been chloroforming, like you said, mm-hmm. chloroforming or Xanaxing. Um but then Cindy in this documentary that mm-hmm. was on was like, Oh no, I was looking up chlorophyll and chloroform <laughs> came up. Well, she said she was doing it for some bamboo plants that they had owned, and that's yes. why she was looking into chlorophyll. However, they pulled her work records and said, look, we know you were at work on this day, and you didn't make this search at this time. Right. And it couldn't have been you or George. And also, that's not how Google works. Like, yes. if you yeah. Google something and, like, another thing pops up in the search, it doesn't go to your feed unless you search it. Yeah, you got to click yeah. on it. It's so- now, they had also said that, and this was not part of the trial either, that it had come out that she had actually looked up how to suffocate someone and not leave marks. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, well, there had been a search for that, yeah. Yes. God. Um, Which is interesting because I'm with you, Melissa. I think there was times when, I, well, we'll get there later. It's fine because I think anybody who listened to this, I mean, they probably are aware of who Casey Anthony is. This isn't a surprise. We're not revealing the truth. <laughs> uh, you know, after these messages, we can we can talk about it. I know. I just didn't want to go want. into my theory yet. Well, before. well, yeah, let's hold our. Yeah, that's why I'm just I guess, yeah, That's true. Let's hold yeah, our theories so till the end. The thing that freaked me out was that duct tape can actually be used to suffocate someone. Mm-hmm. Like right. a baby. Yes. And, I didn't realize yes. that. And, and, and you would think, I mean, it's pretty sticky stuff, but when... When you had mentioned the skull being found back in the woods, they said mm-hmm. what was significant about this is that the mandible was, and the, uh, is it maxible and mandible? I'm not sure, but it's the jaw that would detach from the skull, essentially, because there's no connective tissue. It's It's gone. Right. There's nothing to hold it together. However, when they found the skull, it was still attached, and they said that was significant because it was being held together by the duct tape. Oh, that bothers me. Yeah, which so. is interesting to me because I don't know how the the flesh rotted from the face, which is where it would have been sticking, 
I mean, maybe it was pressed down so that it would have naturally. See, that doesn't make bone, sense. We talked about that too. Who did it when the when the lips and the skin went off? Why wouldn't? Yeah, the why duct was it tape? still tuck, stuck? And so like the, I said, so unless the it was defense, facing well, down. Well, the duct tape could have kept it. And the defense, the but see, the defense stuck. also pointed out, or in the or during their whole case, that that the duct tape could have been incidental. It could have been anything. There was no evidence of DNA of the of Kaylee on the inside of the duct tape. Yeah, but and there again, was no, there wouldn't be after it Right, all because began. it had been underwater. Yes. Okay, so it's, yes, it's that's hard to That's important to note. It had, the body had been underwater. It, it had been underwater at points. It had been through multiple mm-hmm. seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So yes. this was, this was a rotted down to nothing yes. body. I don't Ugh. think you can trust anything at the no, crime scene, the not a single thing. but the point of what thing. they're saying is that the only reason that that skull and jaw bone were together rather than separate because the body was completely free of connective to any kind of, it was bone. The only reason that those were together was because the duct tape was holding it together. Mm. Which, again, I don't know how that works. But Neither do I. And, unless and it was facing downward, and like I said, the duct tape's on the bottom and the skull is, after yeah, it had disintegrated, it, 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 it became the next somehow. thing that would have touched it rather than yeah. ground. That's, wow. that's the only way I can think of it. laying face down. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the only thing I can think of. But, mm-hmm. but when you- nonetheless, they recounted that as being any kind of evidence because it was touched by the utility worker. Oh, yeah, because he picked it up. Yeah, so they discarded that and said it couldn't be held uh, for evidence in court. And, I mean, and this is, this is, again, just like, say, with OJ or something like that, where the star of this trial is really the lawyer. And oh, absolutely. The, the web that he weaves because mm-hmm. because this guy came in and everything that the prosecution thought was a home run, the thought this girl's this girl's done for because you, you, you clearly have all these things. But everything we've said is circumstantial. There's not a shred of evidence, and there still isn't to this day that Casey Anthony killed Kaylee. There wasn't a piece of, you know, oh, there was a hair a fiber in the trunk. Well, she's her mom. There could be a hair fiber yeah. in the trunk right now. Mm-hmm. There could be, Danny's, your hair fibers could be in my trunk right now. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make, it doesn't make me, you've never been in my trunk. But, <laughs> I was going to say, whoa, yeah, what's going like, on here? Whoa, I, but you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's just it's how a, it goes. It's your car. It's right. going to happen. There's, there's wasn't any marks. There wasn't any part of the body that showed she'd been strangled, showed she'd been suffocated. There wasn't any organs or blood that could be shown how she died. or Which what her does tux- suck. It, it does I suck. I mean, they found bones, so they cannot actually conclusively say how she died. Right. Mm. Right. That's, that's, very, that's very important, but... It also ties in with, I think, a lot of theories. Yeah, it's like uh, what uh, Andy Dufresne says at the very beginning of Shawshank Redemption, where he says, don't you think it's rather convenient, Mr. Dufresne, that we can't find that gun? And he says, no, I think since I'm innocent, it's decidedly inconvenient that you can't find that gun. <laughs> you know, I think it's true. If uh, You know, maybe, maybe I can't imagine she was innocent, but if, Kay- if Casey was innocent, she'd be like, I would have loved for there to have been a body, because then it would have proven. Yeah. But I, I think that... The evidence clearly rotted away with with as it does, and so during their during their case, the prosecution just never did a good job. They never had any kind of evidence that they were able to yes. present, and they were not able, even though you're you as a jury member, and we put ourselves in this position too. Going as a jury member, I would have gone, yeah, yeah, she sounds guilty as shit. But guess what? You didn't prove to yeah. me mm-hmm. that she's guilty. They used a great analogy. They said that the prosecution failed to paint a picture yeah, I love for that. the jury. I thought that was perfect mm-hmm. because that's true. They failed to give them the image of what they were trying to sell and what they believed had happened. And yeah. people need that. People need to, to go. Uh, they need to see a series of events and go, yes, I understand how this could have mm-hmm. taken place. Right. Yeah. They, um, they made, they made a, a point that people today watch a lot of 
crime shows. Mm -hmm. People watch CSI and we Dexter and we watch, mm -hmm. you know, Law and Order. And people are used to on television people going, going well, no, there should be fingerprints and blood splatter analysis. Yeah. And we understand what forensic science is now. Yeah. So it's not, ooh, fancy police words. Yeah. It's you telling us, you know, the, what we expect cops to mm -hmm. tell us about a case. Mm -hmm. And so they didn't. You know, there was that image that they had where they p transposed Kaylee's face over the skull and showed where the duct tape so would have been. Sad. And you go, that's super sad. That is. But that doesn't show who put the duct tape yeah. there. It doesn't say that Casey doesn't put that duct tape. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything other than just show that, you, yes, this little girl died. It was basically yeah. that and then the pictures of her partying. And that was kind of their approach was that they were just like, look. Look yeah. at her partying. And yeah. don't you see that that's Can't obviously you what she's she did? Guilty? Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, yeah, it just they wasn't needed to enough. look more into it. It was not enough. And they didn't. They didn't, like you said, paint a picture that was adequate. And uh, on July fifth of two thousand eleven, the jury found Casey not guilty mm -hmm. of first degree murder, um, aggravated child abuse, or uh, ag aggravated uh, manslaughter of a child. She was found Ugh. not guilty of any of those. She was found guilty on four misdemeanor counts, uh, providing false information to law enforcement. Um, but with credit, with time served, she was actually released on July seventeenth. So she did. She did ten, ten days. days. Yep, yeah. ten days after wow. her verdict came out. Wow. Ten days, and um, and and wow. actually, a Florida appeals court overturned two of her misdemeanor convictions in January of two thousand thirteen. Ugh. See, so I, she wow. was she was found. She's down to two charges, and Ugh. that was basically lying to the cops, a misdemeanor at most. So that's where you know. Wow. It's, it's that's what she got. That's why the wow. prosecution like totally failed because mm -hmm. she didn't even get charged with child neglect, mm -hmm. and her child was missing for thirty days. Yes. She didn't know where it was. Yes. Like that seems kind of like neglect in my mind. Yeah. You know, and like they, how they, could they miss that? They just thought it was a home run. That's what they thought. Yeah, and they were just if, so arrogant about it. They're like, even, oh, yeah. piece of cake. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> and even if she had had nothing to do with her disappearance for those, say she didn't. I don't believe that. But say she didn't have anything to do with that disappearance. For those 31 days, she didn't. She acted happy mm -hmm. that she was not having to be a mother or that she was not in her life or that there was no concern for her. You know what I mean? Right. She was yeah. excited about the fact that she wasn't in her life. And so you have to go like this, right? So you have to go on, on June 16th, right? Was that when she went missing? June? Yes. June 16th. According to Casey, now, who did that recent interview and says, I don't know what happened to Kaylee. So she, according to her, doesn't know. So now we take the nanny story, it's bullshit. We take the uh, kidnap story, it's bullshit. We take the drowning story, it's bullshit. So what we're taking from this is that on J June 15th, her daughter went missing. She doesn't know how. Mm -hmm. But yet, for 31 days, even at that point, if she would have said, yeah, she, she went missing and I just, I panicked. I was a kid. I didn't know what to do. And I just want to get my mind off it. And I went out and I tried to, even if she addressed it, she's just, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't acknowledge know. it or something. And you know, yeah. And then there, she did that second interview again. I thinking, I'm thinking it's like 2013 and uh, the guy asked her again, what happened? And she says, I don't know. And he says, well, recount the morning of June 16th. And she says, well, I was in my, you know, in room in, in, in room. I was in my room in bed. Again, she lives with her parents, and she said that Kaylee was with her at that time and that her mom came in and said, bye, I'm going to work. And she said, and I remember waking up several hours later. This is what she said. She goes, you know, like one or two, which is not several hours later. And she said, and she was gone. And that, that's her story. And then maybe five minutes later in this same interview, um, 
she brings it back around and says, oh, well, she was with my dad. And he's saying, oh, well, so last you know she was with your dad? And she's like, yes, she was with my dad. So so, so within, what is it? So you know? within one interview, she's already got another yep, two stories. She's already stories. contradicting herself. Yeah. She, and, and, but, and none of this. I mean, so if, if, if you still didn't know, I mean, nothing you did made you seem like a woman who was, gave a shit about Mm-mm. your kid missing. Mm-mm. She never cried in any of the videos in prison or any of the, she really never, the only she time she cried was when, Kaylee. the only time she ever cried was when she was found not guilty. Yeah, she never even addressed Kaylee. That like you so never heard her say it. But again, interviews. the fucking prosecution didn't do their job. And the law is not about what you think. Yeah. Somebody seems guilty as shit. I mean, they they tried to do things like they had this guy come in, this doctor who was like, well, and you made a point. You're like, well, why didn't they just test the carpet in the trunk? Because if there was this stain from where a body decomposed, there would have been blood and tissue and all of this decomposition. bile and uh, urine. Yes, all of it. Stuff that bodies make, not rotting pizza. But they instead went and said, look, we are going to test the fluorocarbons and the air in the trunk to prove that it had been decomposing in there. And... And the defense was like, this is fucking fantasy science. This is bullshit. Yeah, this is science fiction. Fairly new technology. And and they tore it apart. And you've got a bunch of plain, regular folk on a jury going, yeah, I don't believe that either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't buy that either. And they made some good points about the jury as well. And they said that, you know, at this, at this point in time, and like we had mentioned, it's a high-profile case. The internet does exist. Yeah. So a lot of people are in on this. And a good majority of people like us thought, Obviously, this bitch mm-hmm. is guilty. Yeah. So for them, they said it was really hard to find a non-biased jury. Oh my because, god! I bet it was impossible. Right? Because essentially, Everyone every group knew. of people that you're getting, you're going, "Oh, we think she's. I'm biased. I think she's guilty." And it was like three years later, mm-hmm. too. So time. Yep. So they said eventually, eventually, if you go long enough and you keep replacing the groups of people who think she's guilty, you'll get a group of people who think she's not. And they said, oh, "How wow. are you going to convince those people otherwise?" And that's a very interesting point yeah. to me is that you're going to have to go with the furthest group that thinks she's not guilty. And then how if if nobody and none of the media or any of the facts have been able to prove them wrong or change their line of thinking, what do you think the the court's going to do it? Yeah. No, they're going to find her not guilty. It was interesting. I mean, and, and it's it's just a it's just a great example of of there is no open and shut case. I mean, there's been, you know, you you've basically Unless they found her with the body, yeah, you know, like there, you you had this, and yet she got off, Mm -hmm. and now with the double jeopardy laws, you can't charge her again for that. Even if she came out right right, and said, "I killed Kaylee," you (sighs) couldn't send her to prison for it. Yeah, she would probably not make it. I mean, and let's face it, right? And she's not. You made a good point. You made a really good point about Casey. You said she didn't really get away with it. I mean, she didn't. She just. She doesn't have a life now. No. Oh no! no she I mean, has no kind of life. People whatsoever. will recognize her everywhere. They do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she lives in. She lives in Florida. Um, I guess a lot of people have said that she doesn't really have a social life, as you can imagine, because yeah. she literally can't go anywhere. She couldn't even go to McDonald's and get a, a cheeseburger if uh. she wanted one because. People will see her. People will know who she is. Yeah. And it's like, and there are tons of people who don't think that the, the verdict was correct. Yeah. I, I really believe that there are more um, people who think she's guilty than, than don't. Than and, oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess they said that like she has a lot of weirdos. I'm, I'm saying weirdos. It's just dudes who are enamored with her. Benefactors. Yeah. So they send her stuff. And I guess that's how she 
survives because she did have to file for bankruptcy. Um, she was over like it was like seven hundred ninety one thousand dollars in debt or something, and Jeez. a lot of it had to do with her legal fees and all of that mm-hmm. shit. So wow. Also, on top of that, she's um, there was all this controversy that came out after. There was the uh, the private detective that yeah, and that's that kind Cin- of where I was going. That with Cindy this, Anthony the, hired yeah um, that had found some information. You know, Casey didn't have any money, so there was these whole accusations that she was actually paying for her legal services and mm-hmm. sexual favors for to Jose Baez. Yeah, you remember oh, that guy's name, Melissa, right? What was the, the, what was Dominic the, Casey yeah. is oh, yeah, the Dominic name of the Casey. private investigator. Yeah. He made some interesting accusations. Not only that, um, he also said that, uh, um, like, Casey, wasn't it that he said that Casey had confided in him and said that she had, or she had told Jose that she had killed Kaylee? Yes. Yes, and that she had panicked. That was the word in the documents panicked and dumped the body and uh, he had actually wanted someone to go out and find the body first jose did Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the lawyer yes before anybody else Mm -hmm. right and uh and so i mean you know so there was these stories that she was hooking up with baez i know after she got out of prison there was a time where she was a she's basically a recluse yeah she lived in a behind a church for a while she lived in a mansion Cleaning, cleaning the mansion of like one of her lawyers, mm-hmm. like she was a live-in mm-hmm. housekeeper for their family, which is interesting. She just went which straight to the lawyers. Yeah, yeah, she, that's and, so and weird from, to me. From what is, from all accounts, that's who she's surrounded by. But still, to be honest, is this like, legal? Who, team. Yeah. They're the only people that fucking uh, really stood up for her. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? True. Like the only friends quote. You know, yeah, she had. I guess. I mean, well, they knew that they would benefit off of this, but I'm, I'm saying like. I don't even mean that profess that she's innocent. I think that they know that she's guilty, but they were like, eh, you know, <laughs> sure. we got what we wanted with this. Right. And a housekeeper. Oh, my gosh. She's, but... uh, yeah, apparently she's training. She's doing photography training to become a private investigator herself. Well, she had registered her business under this dude's, uh, the guy that is like a private investigator. McKenna. Yes. Yeah. The under... investigator from mm-hmm. O.J. Simpson's defense yes. team. Yes. That's kind of a weird yes. connection. Yes. And uh, so she had registered her business under that, I'm guessing, because she couldn't register it under Casey Anthony. Oh, my God. Can you imagine a business with that name? No. So, and it was her photography business. However, and she kind of made mention in this interview, this late 2013 interview, where she was saying that she takes people's pictures and looks at uh, at them and finds out information the reverse way or something. So, kind of insinuating that she was trained to be a private eye as well. Yeah, because, you know, she talks about how, and still how unfairly her social media was used against her. You know, yeah, how dare people take pictures of you partying when your child's been missing for two weeks. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. Sorry. I really apologize. I will <laughs> say this. One of the good things that came out of this was Kaylee's Law, um, which has changed. Uh, Kaylee's Law was put into place, and it requires parents to um, – it's stricter requirements on parents to notify law enforcement when a child goes missing. You can't let it. You can't yeah. go thirty days Good. anymore. You need to contact. I'm surprised they even um, had to implement this. I know. Good God. It's crazy. Right. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. Kaylee's law be called the common courtesy law or the common sense law. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no geez. kidding. It's just so scary. Uh, and it's. I don't know. Um, Casey kind of. Like I said, she's she hasn't really. She didn't win. She, you know, she's not. She she has a life outside of prison, but she. She, it's not, yeah, it's a, not a good one. No. Um, there is rumor. Um, I don't know how much truth there is to it that she's pregnant. Well, I, I, I just saw it on a magazine. That's, yeah, that's I where saw I saw it. it but, yeah. I don't know. but she didn't mention it in the interview. 
Oh, so the interview like, was older. That was like three she years tells ago. the truth. That was like oh, four okay. years ago. Yeah, or so. something. But the yeah. um, this you know says that she might have met she met a guy just through social circles and that they're dating. She's pregnant, and uh, I don't know. I mean, look, I I let's talk about what we believe happened. Yeah. Uh, is there anyone here that believes that there's any chance she's innocent? Raise your hand if you know. No hands. None of no, us are no, raising no, our hands. No, no, no yeah, anything. No. There's a bit of a consensus here. Yeah, I believe she's she's clearly guilty. Uh, but what do you what do you guys think happened? Let's let's talk about what you think happened. What what went wrong? Um, do you want me to go first? Or? It just, yeah, go sure. right ahead. Um, I I kind of think that I mirror a lot of what I'm guessing other people believed happened. I think the whole reference to Zanny the nanny and them saying, you know, Zanny is short for Xanax and her saying that all the time. She also, some of the guys that were friends with her, so it was the guy that was friends with her boyfriend. I think her boyfriend's name was Tony. Yeah. yeah. And the 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 friend to her boyfriend said, yeah. Roommate. Yes, said, yeah, she she was saying she was with Zanny the nanny all the time. I just figured she was giving her kids Xan- Xanax. And, um... I kind of think that that's either what had happened, that she was steadily giving her Xanax. And and George, her father, had also mentioned that in the last couple of weeks that he did see Kaylee, that she was sleeping a lot and that she had dark circles under her eyes. And he said, a, a two-and-a-half-year-old doesn't have the, that. You know what I mean? Why is right. this happening? And um, so I think that she was either medicating her to, to kind of sedate her more so, so that she could go out and party for longer, hang with her boyfriend, whatever it may be. And I don't, I don't know if the, if the, is it ethanol that's in chlorophyll? What's in? I am not ether sure. Something it's bad. Like, it's one of those things, the e words or right. something. But I don't know if she like, if she was giving her that or if she was giving her Xanax or if it was a combination of both. But I think that she just accidentally overdid it. I don't know that she intentionally murdered her. I just don't know about the computer search where she says or where she was looking up how to uh, strangle or. Uh, suffocate someone without leaving marks. Well, so, what it says is in, in November of 2012, a television in Orlando reported that police um, never investigated a Firefox browser on, on the Casey Anthony's computer. Um, they only looked at Internet Explorer evidence. The browser history showed that someone at the Anthony household using a password-protected account Casey Anthony used did a Firefox Google search for foolproof suffocation at 2.51 p.m. and then clicked on an article uh, criticizing pro-suicide websites promoting foolproof ways to die, including the idea of committing suicide by taking poison and putting a plastic bag over one's head. It then recorded activity on MySpace, which was a site used by Casey and not George. Um, the station learned about this information from Casey Anthony's attorney, Jose Baez, who mentioned it in his book on the case, speculating that George had contemplated suicide after Kaylee's death. Hmm. Okay, well, that's interesting. Which he did. He but why didn't. would he need to worry about suffocation marks? Yeah, I don't know. He wouldn't care about that. Anyhow, I think that what had happened is she had overdone it, and I do think she panicked. And yes, I think that there is truth to her being afraid of her parents, and 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 them saying, well, "Look what you have done. You're a wh- what? You know how?" And and their rationale that they probably would feel like uh, they could have had more involvement, or oh shit, our daughter has done this. Like, and I think that either she panicked and she put her in the back of her trunk, and I kind of truly believe that she drove around with her in the back of her trunk. Because where else would the body be um, until it began to decompose and smell? And I think that's when she thought, shit. And then I think she just got rid of it immediately because it had begun, began to smell. And then I think she dumped her car. And then I think, here we are. 
I think it's quite simple. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I do think she was dragging the child because mm-hmm. they're like with the dad saying that mm-hmm. Kaylee would sleep for like 13 yep. hours. There's no way. Yeah. And I think she probably did make the child accidentally overdose. Mm-hmm. I would have fallen for the drowning in the swimming pool story, except for the duct tape on the body. And because that just seems so out yeah. there. And that I just feel like a mother, if that would have really happened, there's nothing to fear. Yeah. You would have called it's the police an and even tried, and to, tried to have her resuscitated. Uh-huh. Yes. And if you tried and, to save And him. you mentioned her dad's an ex-cop. Your first oh, yeah, thought is cop. not going to be going... Oh, let's, let's try to the fool body. the police and do something I'm that no one fucking gets away with. Involved. Let's say the dad it's didn't know she drowned. Mm-hmm. Is a mother who came that's, out and found fair. her. I would immediately call the yeah. police and say, she's in the pool. Can you please come save her? Just yeah. try. Because they would have had proof that nothing. In, yeah. she didn't have any involvement. However, I do think that the reason that she kept the body and didn't tell her parents mm-hmm. is because if she was putting prescription pills in her, undoubtedly it would they have been have in her for system. Mm-hmm. Yes. And probably her hair follicles. I know they can test for that stuff in hair follicles. And I think that that she was buying time because even if she said, I accidentally killed her, I, yes, I was giving her Xanax Mm -hmm. or, you know, it was an accident. They would still test her and it would be in her blood. And I think it was just her waiting for the body to, and and that's why she dumped it, I think, because like we know they couldn't find anything on that body. They wouldn't have been able to test for anything. Anything. I do think she's severely mentally ill and yeah. I don't think that was ever addressed yeah. during the trial yeah. but I mean they do were just like she's a murderer blah 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 but they never really went into like her the thought mental, process yeah. at all but yes. obviously she has a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 again it goes back to how how big of a ball the prosecution dropped on this case. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. There's so many parts of this that they should have explored and they didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm with both of you. I believe that what happened was, yes, she'd been giving her kids Xanax, and I think she gave her some, and she came home one night after a night of partying, and she was used to her kids sleeping for 10 to 12 hours, and she came home 10 to 12 hours later, and Kaylee was dead, and yeah. had been for five or six hours at that point, mm-hmm. and there was nothing she could do. The kid had been gone, she was cold, and she didn't, when you come home and it's not, and it's a dead body, it's yeah. not your kid anymore. It's a dead, cold body. You panic, and she did, and she put the body in the car. Maybe she didn't know what to do. She just put it in there and then said, I'll, dry, I'll, I'll get rid of it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then the next day or however long, drove around, dumped the body. Because she told her parents she was leaving and going to this job every day. So, you know, she would go out. She dumped it. But then right back to – so and that's really where the where – the, like you talk about the mental illness or the, or the, the guilt – the guiltiness of the whole thing is because she, if that happened, she took this body that was, should have been the most traumatic experience for anyone to have to go through. Or if she did it on purpose, then she's cold blooded killer. But yeah. it, then she literally dumps a body in the woods, which I can't imagine how hard that would be for a parent. And then I'm going to go party and not show any emotion about it. That's where I'm with you about the mental illness. There yeah. had to be something wrong with her because whether it was an accident, whether she intended to and eventually kill this child through an overdose, she immediately went out and switched gears. And that's where you have to go, look, there's no excuse for the behaviors. See, you would almost think the opposite would happen. If something happened and she wasn't telling her parents, you'd almost think that she'd act weird and reclusive and they'd be like, what's wrong? And where's Kaylee? Yeah, like trying to hide things more. But that's Mm -hmm. why I think she's so messed up in the Mm -hmm. head is because she just, she pretty much already separated herself yeah. from the child. And I think that's why yes. her phone interviews from jail were so yeah. non-emotional and disconnected. One and of her friends came forward, actually, one of her high school friends or a female friend, uh, and said, 
I just did like a weird like hiccup. <gasps> no, it was like a breath. Like I went like <gasps> it was like a reverse, like I sucked in rather than anyways. Let's start over. One of her friends had called and or called. Oh my gosh. Okay. Third take. Here we go. One of her friends had told the police that she, when she had talked to Casey about when uh, when she had originally gotten pregnant, you know, and she said, you know, what are you going to do? And some, she she told her that she didn't really want it, that she wanted to give the baby up for adoption and that her mom was not, her parents were not going to allow her to Cindy, do that. mostly. Yes, yeah. mostly was like, absolutely not. We no, will, you, you will have, raise, the, you will have yeah, this baby. We will help you, but you will raise that child. So, I mean, there was from the beginning her desire to not have uh, the baby, and she never told him who the, the parents or the dad was. I mean, I thought that was really other crazy. than accusing her brother. It's, it seems weird. more there like a so defense. Many holes. Yeah. For it, but yeah, there's so many holes I mean, in the story. Been. Who knows? I, I mean, there's so many answers that I want that there's just not answers to, mm-hmm. and she refuses to give them. Yeah, and she's still around. Casey Anthony's still out there. Like we said, she lives a life. She was actually just seen this year. She was uh, spotted in. Uh, Florida at anti-Trump rallies in in February in Mar-a-Lago. Wow. Yeah, in fact, there's pictures of her uh, from the Trump rallies. Well, that's because she likes abortions. <laughs> yeah, now she does. Uh, sorry. Yay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> joke too soon. But she was. Oh she my was, God, that is her. She was spotted out and among. Uh, uh, the protesters just her. being, and she hasn't tried to hide. That's the, again, she hasn't tried to hide. She hasn't got a nose. She has a very specific looking face. Yeah, she hasn't got a nose. Oh yeah, job. she looks the same. Like same, same hair, hair, same, same look. I mean, she hasn't. She, I mean, she doesn't even really look much older. She hasn't. She hasn't become a. She looks like Casey Anthony. So she did do an interview with Associated Press in March. So there is a a more recent interview. Oh, really? That's the one where she said that she sleeps just fine at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people the, were like, the audio How is interview. that possible? Mm-hmm. She's, oh, there she is. I mean, she's, yeah, she's, uh, she's out at the, at the rally. At the anti-Trump rally? Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, you know, she said she doesn't, care, like you said, she doesn't care what people think of her. She doesn't, she's, she's fine with who she is. And so, I mean, it's, it's a tough life for her because people will always believe she killed her kid. Mm-hmm. I think we all believe oh, that yeah. she did, and I and I she I at really... least knows more than she lets on. I will at least say that, and it's just like that, it's, that's that maddening. Enough. That that's enough is that you you still know more than any of us do. Right, right. It's almost been ten years. Like, I know. at what point do you? That's the way I don't. That's why I think she's just severely mentally ill. Because yeah. there's no way a normal person who's like mentally right. healthy. Would yeah. be able to deal with it like this. I mean, this yeah. new this new guy in her life. You got it. I was wondering. We talked about this. You, you know, gotta look that up. Did yeah. she? Did she? Did she? Well, she has all these guys him? who send her stuff. So yeah, I mean, it's freaking I, weird. Did she tell him surprised. that she didn't do it, or did she tell him that she did? And if she tells him That's that she didn't, point. is he like, well, but did you? And if she tells him that she did, is he like, oh? Shit, we're having a kid. Like, or, or, oh, I understand. Or did you confide and go look? I, he knows the truth. Like, does he know? I don't know because then, then you're in a know. position like if that doesn't work out, like, does he? Go, and then he tells the press. Like, I, I mean, wonder if mm-hmm. she'd ever be honest with anyone though. She said that she and and I don't know where this information is coming from. But it said that people close to her kind of that's where some of this stuff is. It says she's bored. She doesn't have much of a life. You know. That she writes all the time, and apparently she has been keeping journals. Oh, yeah, she was trying to get a book deal. Yeah, and I guess she, like, highlights sections that she wants put into this book because she says it's the way that she thinks she can get her story out and tell people 
you know, and give them the story that they want. What to fucking hear. story? Unless but, you tell us that you killed her, right? Because uh, otherwise, you don't know. You said you don't know. The story is your kid went missing. You don't know what happened, and you went out and got drunk till you went to jail. That's yeah. the story you're going to yeah, tell people. Yeah. And and you banged your lawyer. Look, yeah. or you didn't. Or you're going to say none of that's true. Okay, then right. what what happened? Well, I don't know what happened. So it's either way, her official story is she doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah either does. way. Or that her dad no. had her or that it was, you know, but I, I don't know. I guess they say that no book company really wants to deal with her, though. Yeah. Well, it's probably just crazy gibberish because, like I said, I really do think she just I makes think her right, lies Melissa. and believes yeah. her own lies. Yes. And then, like, there's just no yeah. kind of cognitive mm-hmm. thinking in mm-hmm. her mind at all. Like, yes. It's just gone. It would almost be the only thing you could, any, any kind of credit you could give to this bitch because otherwise mm-hmm. you just have to go... Fine, she's either mentally ill or she's the worst human being in the world that has no uh, empathy or emotion or any kind of motherly nature and just... It seems like if you didn't have empathy, though, you would tell the truth. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't affect you as much. Yeah, she might come out at some point if she's just lacking that. I just don't know how else she do the things that she did or live respond the way that. Let's put it that way: how you respond to any of those situations, the way that you did, and say you're normal. None of her behavior makes any sense. None of it makes uh, makes you think of her in any other way other than. You, you did this. The big yeah. G. You did this. Guilty. guilty. Big G. Totally big G. Big, the BFG. Big fucking guilty right there. Boom. Um, I'd like to hear from you guys, though. I I mean, I, I is is there any of you out there who believes uh, something different? Do you believe that she's innocent? Uh, is there any of you? Um, do you believe the dad was involved? Do you believe the family was involved? Um you know, the mom and dad are still together. They still live yeah, in the same so house, drive the same cars. Uh, yeah, that's yeah he, George does not speak to her. Two, he has never he, never he, spoken to Casey Ever since this since. happened, they have they have had no communication. Now, I guess Cindy says here and there she's spoken to her a couple of times. On the phone. But yeah, but that's it. Um, and they both actually believe different things. Yes. Cindy believes crazy. Cindy believes the drowning theory. Yep. Yes. And George, who who clearly doesn't believes that she was drugged and yep. was given something oh and, and yep. Casey did it. Yep. Uh. And so like you pointed out that you have two people together. Yeah. That believe totally such, separate such beliefs. Polar, uh, mm. opposite of about of, their granddaughter yeah, and daughter and, and daughter. daughter. Right. I think Cindy's uh. a little bit like that whole motherly thing where kind of like Patsy she, Ramsey where, yeah. you know, she lost John Bonet and she's like, well, I, I think it, I think it was Burke. And I think she knows it was Burke too. And, and was like, but I don't want to lose Burke too because yeah. that's all my babies. So they're just and trying think, to keep their yeah, family I think, together. I think Cindy was like, oh shit, I lost my granddaughter. I think that's now where I'm going to lose my daughter. Maggots Me came too. from too. Mm. I, I want to know if the police found the bag of garbage then, or if it was missing from I don't the know. crime scene. That that might be in court papers. It oh, might man, be in the the inventory list. But I mean, I don't I don't know. It's hard to say. The maggots could have been evidence too. You could test the maggots if oh. they came from the body. You know what I mean? Or if they were eating pizza. Or if they were eating pizza, you could find out. I mean, I'd believe if there was a goddamn like raw chicken carcass because our I've smelled that and it's bad. Oh yeah, it's gross. That's yeah, no. that's but that's I mean, rotting meat. That is, yeah, like, yeah, that's rotting meat. Exactly. Smells, I've never smelled a dead body, so right. Um, um, but I, I feel like people know the difference. And I, like I said, it smells like human. It sm- call was- it, I would assume it would smell like human smells. It would mm-hmm. smell like the bile and the feces. It mm-hmm. would smell like decay. And de- mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's gross. Um, so let's uh, ask Eric. He knows. Yeah, we'll yeah. Find out. <laughs> Speaking of which, I did check in with Eric to see how he's doing. Oh, he is yay. super, super busy still. Um, and he was just, uh, got into the New York comedy festival. So he's actually awesome. got family yeah. and then he's going to be in New York. 
So he's he's tied up for a while. Uh, he's a busy man. Didn't he, he have all a birthday recently? He, it was his it was birthday. Oh, yeah, it was his birthday yeah. this week. So he's he's just having a busy time. Um, I've I've know that a bunch of you have reached out on social media and asked uh, asked about Eric. He's doing great. He's just a real busy guy. So uh, you know we're gonna when when he can come back. He's always got. We have a little crutch leaning against the table yeah, like Tiny, tiny Tim. Tim. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah. In the meantime. You know, Melissa's been great in stepping up. Thanks and we for letting thank me be here. Yeah. Thank you. Fun. Thank you for filling in. We really appreciate it. it. This has been great. And um, and I just want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what you guys think about the case. Uh, who did it? What happened? Who's involved? Uh, do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you know Casey Anthony? Yeah, do you know oh Casey? That's, uh, you know, Are you Casey Anthony? Casey, do you, do Casey, you listen? Call us Reach up. out to us, Yeah, Casey. we'd love to talk to you. I want to hear your side. You can tell us how you don't remember things and don't know Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prove, prove us wrong. Did she uh, hit her head or something? I, She's like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me. But yeah. I saw you on the fan. It wasn't me. It was me. It was there was body in the trunk. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't wow. Me. Wow. Laundry basket and it matched. <laughs> Wasn't me. Wind and poo in a blanket. Google searches for the chloroform. Um, all right. Anyway, thank you so much for uh, for joining us once again. I believe this is our 48th episode. I can't believe we're oh my god, 40, really? 40, 48, 47. 47, almost there. Yeah. yeah. So we're almost to we're almost to 50 episodes Whoa. of this thing. So wow. thank you so much. What are we much. gonna do? Something for for fun. big fifty have a party. Yes, can we have a like a pizza cake party? You know what we should do is we should do a live one. Oh yeah, oh that'd be awesome. We should do a live one like at uh, at uh, Wise Guys or something on stage. That would be so 50th. fun. You guys should totally do that and have a big yeah. Um, but in the meantime, make sure that you hit subscribe to whatever feed you're listening to. Uh, also, make sure you go out and find us on the Twitter and the Facebook and the Instagram, all of the different social medias. And uh, we, we put all sorts of stuff up there, the links to the, to the episodes, as well as, you know, articles and clips and videos and stuff that we reference on the, uh, on the podcast, as well as stuff we find throughout the week. So go ahead and follow us. Thanks again. Do you guys have anything to mention before we get out of here? Watch the documentary. Yeah, check that They're out. They're really interesting. Yeah. Investigation Discovery. It's, there's, it's all on demand now. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or IDGo. Yeah. I think yeah. IDGo on the yeah. app. You can watch it all. There's so much that I really wanted to look into, and and there's truly just not that much on this case. It's kind of, kind of cut and dry, but that also leaves tons of questions. Right. Um, just got to kind of ask yourself, what does the evidence point to? Well, <laughs> points. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it points yeah. back to you. So, yeah. all right. Uh, thank you so much once again uh, for joining us here at the Underground Area Fifty Two facilities. So, on behalf of Danny, on behalf of Melissa, on behalf of the missing Eric, and everyone here at the Area 52 facilities, thanks so much for joining us. And hey, happy Easter. And we'll see you next time. I see why I was treated the way that I was, even had I been completely truthful with those officers. What were you truthful about? And I understand it might have been out of panic. No, it was things that I didn't know at the time. I'm still not even certain as I stand here today about what happened. I don't. To your understanding, how did she die? I don't know. You don't know? Something about drowning, possibly? Everyone else has their theories. I don't know. Uh Uh-huh. So your parents had her? My dad did. And next 
Next thing you know, she's I, missing and, right? How did it play? I did what I was told. I don't remember too much of what happened. Give me the situation when things went wrong. When, when did things go wrong? All of a sudden, it's like, where's Kaylee? Like, is that how it went? No, what I remember is being in bed, my mom coming in before she left her work and saying goodbye to us. Mm -hmm. And then waking up several hours later. And later began, in the morning. Later, later in the morning. Later in the morning. Hour, two hours later, not knowing where she was. Don't you wish you know what happened? Absolutely. In the circuit court for the Ninth Judicial Circuit in and for Orange County, Florida. State of Florida versus Casey Marie Anthony. As to case number 2008, CF 15606-0. As to the charge of first-degree murder, verdict as to count one, we the jury find the defendant not guilty, so say we all, dated at Orlando, Orange County, Florida, on this fifth day of July, 2011, signed four person. As to the charge of aggravated child abuse, verdict as to count two, we the jury find the defendant not guilty, so say we all, did it at Orlando, Orange County, Florida, this 5th day of July, 2011, signed four person. As to the charge of aggravated manslaughter of a child, verdict is to count three. We the jury find the defendant not guilty. So say we all, dated at Orlando, Orange County, Florida, this 5th day of July, 2011, signed four person.